Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 675. What do employers want is a stupid question by Isaac Morehouse of isaacmorehouse.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host and your narrator here. And welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily where I read to you every single day from some great blogs on entrepreneurship. So let's get right to it now as we hear from Isaac and start optimizing your life. What do employers want is a stupid question by Isaac Morehouse of isaacmorehouse.com. Employers want degrees. There are so many problems with this popular idea. It lacks imagination. It ignores the things employers really want that a degree is sometimes a proxy for and forgets that divergence from the crowd is more likely to make you stand out than sameness. But it's worse than that. It's misleading even as a rule of thumb based on data. Most people will do things like add up the number of employers that list a degree as something they want, or compare the pay of those jobs to jobs without a degree preference, or add up earnings and employment for degree holders versus non-degree holders. All of these are the same basic process. Take the average of a giant aggregate of data from individual employers and say that's what employers want. Let's examine how stupid this is as a guide to your own career-building efforts. Say you poll employers on what matters most to them in hiring. You get a list of the top 10 things from each. Something ranked number one gets 10 points, number two gets nine points, and so on. Here's a hypothetical employer's preferences. One, knows Ruby on Rails. Two, familiar with PHP. Three, socially affable. Four, self-motivated. Five, high attention to detail. Six, previous work experience. Seven, college degree. 8. Hobbies outside of coding. 9. Knowledge of our industry. And 10. Able to work weird hours. Remember, just like when you make a list of wants when buying a house, you never get everything on your list. Employers don't either, but instead hire the candidate with the best mix of the most valuable items. Okay, so that's one employer. If we had similar rankings from a million more employers, we'd notice something. No two employers want the same things. In fact, no one employer wants the same thing for two different roles. In fact, no two interviewers at the same employer for the same role want the same thing. So what happens if we take this diverse array of stuff employers care about and add up the scores for each item? College degrees come out looking like the most important thing. Why? Because it's so big and generic that it's the one item that lands somewhere on pretty much everyone's list. But it's never number one. It's almost never even in the top three. It's a middle to bottom level item on every list. 
but the top three are so different for each company and role that added together and averaged out, no one item will stand out. This dramatically overinflates the value of degrees because it lumps each individual employer wish list into one and says that that's what employers, a non-existent monolithic category, want, while misrepresenting the fact that no individual employer cares much about it compared to other things. Imagine if we had data showing that guys with short hair get dates a lot more than guys with long hair. It would be pretty stupid to go cut your hair so that you can get a date. Why? Because you're not trying to get a date with quote-unquote girls. You're trying to get a date with one specific girl. And chances are that hair is nowhere near the top of a long list of things that make her open to dating you. In fact, she's likely to be turned off by someone who tries to win her unique individual attention by changing your appearance to match the preferences of the average of the aggregate of her sex. It's the same with employers. You aren't trying to impress employers as an abstract collective. You are trying to win an opportunity with one specific employer. Studying the least common denominator among the aggregate group is a terrible way to go about it. Pick specific employers of interest to you, figure out what each of them value, and focus on the top items on the list. Even when degree is mentioned, employers don't mean it. At Praxis, we've helped hundreds of non-degreed people get jobs that claim to require degrees. Why are degrees so prevalent, even if not prominent, on employer lists? Because it represents a vague set of assumptions based on their experience. It means, quote, if you're not at least as good as most of the people I've met with degrees, this probably isn't the job for you, end quote. That's it. That's not hard to beat. You just have to be at least a little more interesting than the average degree holder. And if you're fulfilling their higher items on the list, you've already done that. Whether degrees or anything else, don't ask what do employers want. Focus on what specific employers want for specific opportunities. Gain that and prove it through demonstration, not empty words and statuses on a resume. P.S. This doesn't even mention an even more important fact. As Taylor Pearson notes, we're moving closer to the end of jobs. And in this emerging world, putting all the focus on getting a job is dangerous. You need to be thinking about yourself as me, Inc. Thinking in terms of opportunities, projects, contracts, freelance, entrepreneurship, and agile, innovative ways to create value. That's the opposite of the get a degree mindset. You just listened to the post titled, What Do Employers Want? is a stupid question by Isaac Morehouse of isaacmorehouse.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Isaac. He is a podcast host too on a show called Office Hours, which he co-hosts with T.K. Coleman, another author that I've narrated here. 
They both work at Praxis, uh, which was mentioned in the post. TK is still there, but Isaac has since moved on after founding the company. Uh, He's now an advisor there. Today, Isaac is the founder and CEO of Crash, the career launch platform. He's got a ton of great content on his site, which is isaacmorehouse.com, so uh, check that out to show him some support. Again, it is isaacmorehouse.com, and his podcast, Office Hours, is available wherever you're hearing me right now. Okay, that wraps up this episode. Thanks so much for being here with me, and I will see you back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.